0: In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the latest app, Threads, what are my true thoughts about it, and how to use it going forward. Also, I'm going to tell you a little bit of honesty about my tithing habits, and then we're going to talk about the economy and how it's affecting my business and asking questions if it's affecting yours. So let's go. Hey there, welcome to the Socially Stetson podcast. This is your host, Stetson K. Patton. You know what? I could talk to you for hours about business, marketing, social media, Enneagrams, and the Bible. Yep, that's just who I am. If you want to join me and my friends as we have these conversations, we would love for you to hang out a bit and get to know each other. I hope you enjoy the show. Unless you live under a rock, I'm sure you've heard about Threads by now. If not for me, then Other people, it's probably invading your news feed, or maybe you've heard it on the news, and I'm a fan of it, but let me tell you first what it is. So Threads is the latest app developed by Meta, which is Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp, and Mark Zuckerberg out of Missouri have launched this new app called Threads, which is 100% similar to Twitter. Um, I feel like they are one and the same. I've had a Twitter account since the beginning of time. I randomly tweet maybe two times a year. But I do love Twitter for staying up to date on news, wondering what's going on in the world. It's kind of a good place just to stay up to date for me. But I'm not using Twitter that much. And it's not because I don't like it. I just honestly forget about it. I feel like my time is consumed over on the other social media platforms. Here's what I love about threads. And I first want to say, this is an unpopular opinion. I know other marketers out there, I'm going to name one who who disagrees with me, but here's what I love about it. I, if you have followed me on threads, I've become unhinged. I am just for once, love not being a marketer, love not talking about the products that I'm selling, love not talking about social media management. And it really has just given me an app to be free on, almost like TikTok when it first came out. So when TikTok first came out, I was playing around with it, seeing what I liked about it. I was doing the funny dances and the funny voiceovers. And because I run a business, I have changed TikTok more to talk about my business. Now, I still do some funny stuff over on TikTok. It is not as polished as Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram for me. So if you want that more authentic me, TikTok it is. But I do feel like I show up personally in stories on Instagram and Facebook. And so I'm still giving my audience that real Side of me, and then also this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that I keep it real, I keep it authentic. We go deep and dirty. So, I feel like something I've done well is I'm just the same person on every single platform, and I think that's key because a lot of marketers, influencers, bloggers did not do that at the beginning and so they're having to find new versions of themselves on each platform. So just keep be yourself on all platforms. I am taking what I'm doing on threads a little bit, which is being a little bit more just what's going on in my mind and putting that on Instagram. So if you go look at my Instagram feed, you might see more of the thread like post. Showing up on my feed, I feel like Instagram makes it super easy to just share your threads to your feed and to your stories, which I love because I'm not having to create in Canva. So, as a social media manager, for some of my clients right now, I am threading for them for free, no extra charge right now, to see how I'm going to use it for their business. I'm creating a thread for them in threads and just sharing it to their story or to their feed and it's taking me less time than creating in canva and also they're getting exposure on two platforms so i'm not sure how i'm going to charge that going forward or even if i will honestly because it does make content creation easy and i'm giving them an omnipresence now how many times they want me to thread a day or a week (laughs) that might be a different scenario so that's how, why I'm enjoying Threads. That's um, I'm connected with some different people over on Threads. I will say, so I was one of the first few hundred thousand people to join Threads. And if you don't know, there are now almost over 80 million downloads on the app. So I was definitely an early adapter. And I will say when I was on it, it did Did seem to be a bunch of other social media managers, a bunch of other marketers who were on there because they discovered it because we all in my industry are following the meta newsletters and what's going on in the social media world. And so we were aware that this app was coming. We talked about it and we let our audience know, hey, it's coming. And now it's your choice whether you got on it or not. And that's fine. But I, as a social media coach, wanted to let people know that it is there. It is not my job to tell you whether you should or shouldn't. It is just I want my audience to be aware that there is a new app coming. A very famous, I would say, social media, um, Rachel Peterson. So she is a podcaster that I love to listen to. She is a former social media manager and Social media coach, and I love some of her automations. I love some of the stuff she pumps out, and she is some of like one of the people who is the first to know a lot about social media. So, I before recording this podcast wanted to go hear her take on threads on what she thought about it. I kind of disagree with her, and this is the first time, and she could be right, she has been in this industry so much longer than I have. Uh, Well, maybe about the same time, actually, but she's been podcasting and talking about it longer than I have. So we've been in the industry technically about the same, but she thinks that, and I think this is good just to know different people's opinions. She thinks that the Threads app is going to fail because There are so many marketers on it at first. And let me say this. I do understand her point because marketers, and when I say marketers, what I mean is yes. Am I a marketer? Technically, yes. I am marketing my business and I pump out social media for other people to market their business and their courses. So yes, I would consider myself a marketer. Um, but I'm also a real human being who has other things to say besides marketing. But there are a lot of marketers out there who just only want to use social media to plump pump plump huh, to pump out their content, their freebies, they're making money. That's all they want to do on social media. And She was saying on her podcast that she thinks that's why TikTok was so successful because marketers at first were saying, my audience isn't on there, they're not there. And so it was real authentic people communicating and connecting with each other over on TikTok. Kind of how we started out with Facebook and Instagram, right? And they were infiltrated by marketers and that's what makes it not fun anymore. I agree with her on that a hundred percent, that marketers do ruin the fun of social media. But here's where I feel like she's a tad wrong. And I think marketers themselves are coming unhinged on the platform. And I have seen popular marketers say, hey, Do you want me to give a strategy over here on how to use threads? And they have just been getting reamed. Everybody is saying, no, keep this platform how it is. Don't let it become one of these things. So here's how I'm handling this because as a strategist and marketer, I'm deciding how I'm gonna use the platform and you should too. How are you gonna use it to grow your business? So this is where I'm talking my threads strategy. And basically, I am using it to be a real human being. I am using it to connect with others. I am seeing the benefits of truly commenting and leaving my two cents on other people's posts. Now, I teach people to do this all the time on other platforms, but I think Threads makes it easier because you don't have to post. I feel like the the pressure of posting is off of the table on Threads. You can truly just comment, leave your two cents, be authentic, be yourself, and still get discovered and found. And for me right now, it's definitely not about the followers. It's about connecting with other like-minded people. So the people I've been trying to connect with are um, other podcasters on there to see what they're podcasting about, other faith-based people to see what books they're reading. And honestly, the humorous side of me that I didn't know needed to come out is is over there. I'm being creative in a whole new way that I haven't been creative before because on Instagram, I like things to look pretty and I love my creative side to come out over there. And then with TikTok and Reels, it's through creativity of how can I promote my business with this sound or how can I promote my business? So I am more business on those side of things, and I do try to be educational, but I really want to grow that trust and like factor over on threads where people are like, who is this girl? This is my girl. I want to get to know her. Then they find out that I am a social media coach, and they can decide from there if they want to connect with me, be friends with me. So that's my strategy. That's how I'm using it. I don't think the platform is going anywhere. We will see. I know Twitter just um, launched a cease and desist for threads. Uh, The problem there is they're saying Meta hired a bunch of former Twitter employees to figure out algorithms and how the platform works, and who knows what's true and what's not, but we will see where that goes. I would love to know your thoughts on threads, but I want to know them over on threads. (laughs) So if you listen to this podcast, go find me on threads and let me know, and you can always send me a message on Instagram too. Honestly, you will connect with me faster on Instagram and threads than you will even text messages. I promise you. So I hope that was helpful. Now to switch it over a little bit. I want to talk about business struggles. I have been just talking to some of my good girlfriends, Kristen, um, my friend who was on this podcast episode a few episodes back, uh, who's a copywriter from Seattle, Washington. I've been talking with her. I've been talking to my friend Amber, who I mentioned a lot on here. She's the owner of Wake Coffee Shop in Charlotte, and so I love that it's just all three were different businesses. There's a coffee shop. There's uh, online coach, and then there's a professional copywriter. And so all three of us come from just different backgrounds and where we are in our business, because we're all entrepreneurs. And we've just been talking like, hey, uh, we know that there is probably a recession going on right now. Are people just in denial? Is nobody talking about this? And that's why I feel like it is so important to have good Christian girlfriends or business owners and people, not just girlfriends. Like I love my guy friends too, who are in business that I can talk to and be like, Hey, what's going on with your business? Because is this just me? Or is every business struggling right now? I say this because (laughs) it's not too long ago, I just did a podcast on what I'm actually making money wise in my business. Well, that episode would look 100% different today than it did even just a few weeks ago. And that's because I've had lots of clients who are small business owners, because that's who I help want to cut back on their social media packages and want to come back, cut back on their spending. And because they're cutting back I'm cutting back and the conversations that I'm having with them are well my clients are cutting back. So it is such a ripple effect of if you're cutting back your services and not providing to a local business then they're cutting back some of their services that they're providing to a local business and it is just an ongoing thing and I inflation does have something to do with that the prices of food and gas and everything are just up right now. And it is hurting the small business owners. And I work with a ton of real estate agents. And the sad number is a lot of real estate agents aren't keeping their license right now. And they're not doing their continuing ed because they're not even seeing the benefits of their work, um, involved. I talked to a travel agency Uh, The other day, who's one of my clients who was like, Stetson, like, we are still doing the same amount of work and the same amount of bookings, but we are losing a ton of money. We're not getting paid the same that we were on commissions and stuff than we were before. And I'm so glad that my clients who are cutting back their packages or deciding to cancel services are talking about... Why they are, because that helps me know okay, is it the service I'm providing? Because if I'm not doing my job, absolutely, please let me go. There are other social media managers out there who might be a better fit for you. But I know that my team and I are doing absolutely everything we can to get you the traction on social media and to get you the conversions on social media. Now, I do have some clients who are thriving right now in their industry. And they're upping their packages with social media and saying, hey, we're seeing the benefits of this. We want to add this service on. We want to add this on now. So it's not all of my clients, but I will say just talking to the handful of clients who are struggling right now as small business owners, it's just been interesting to see the ripple effect of how it's affecting everybody. Uh, Kristen, example, my friend, who's the copywriter who does copywriting for social media. Let's just use that as an example and say, like, well, if I'm not getting client, if I'm getting a client who was posting five times a week, now going down to three times a week, I have to let my copywriter know, hey, I don't need five copy a week, I only need three. Then she probably needs to let her virtual assistant know, hey, I don't need help with this, this, and this anymore. I need this. So it is affecting. Everybody, my virtual assistant in Mexico says she has been highly affected by the economy here in the U S. And so I say this all because talking to my close girlfriends, they have said Stetson, we don't feel like anybody out there is really talking about the struggles of it while they're in the struggles. Amber, my girlfriend, when I was talking to her I said, you know, I'm in these struggles. I'm in the storm. I like to talk about things after I get out of the storm because I like to provide people a solution and what I did to get out of the storm. And she was right. She said, but not enough people are talking about what you're doing in the storm, (laughs) in the midst of it. And she was like, that's what I need. And her problems are so different than mine because she owns a brick and mortar and has trouble with people showing up for work or depending on good employees. And there are so many factors in being a business owner that you need to take into consideration. So here are some of the things that I am doing in the storm. The first one is truly connecting with other entrepreneurs. I think it's so good for our mental health to be completely open and honest on where we are with our business. And yes, that means financially, I told my girlfriends, I was like, yeah, I just took a $75,000 pay cut when all of these clients cut their packages. What does that mean for me and my team? I'm not sure yet. I've told my team that I've have some cash flow and I have a cash reserve to pay them for a little while. But what it's done for me now, what I know to plan for in the future is I want to have at least two to three years of a cash reserve. I don't want just a few months of a cash reserve. I want a few years because that's how long it may take for us to get out of this economic struggle, whether people want to say that we're in one or not. And that's what I want to do. So right now I am being very open with my employees, with my contract workers saying, hey, I only have this much of a cash reserve. If I don't get enough clients, like I need y'all to be aware it is going to affect you and they have been great. They have been so supportive and honestly, just happy that I'm being honest with them. Um, So talk to your people, talk to your clients, talk to your business, get them on board, create a really good team culture. And then your friends as well, because like I said, for your mental health, it is important just to have those open conversations. The next thing I'm doing is looking at the expenses that I can cut. And I know that's, you know, counter of what I just said, because we want to help grow other small businesses, but it is some of the automations and all of the things. So one of the things I'm going to do is print out all of my expenses for the past three months. I get my red highlighter, yellow highlighter, green highlighter. What do I want to keep paying for? Green Yellow is what could I possibly cut back on or possibly stop? And then red is, or pink is what can I stop? And so that is going to be what I do, just printing it out and looking at it. I also have a friend named Ben Stratman. If you're interested in his information, he, his whole job is to look at people's expenses and help them find what they can cut out. His services are a hundred percent completely free. Um, But if he saves you a certain amount of money, he gets a small commission. So then you would just pay him on based on what you saved. He has saved businesses hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so after I look at it myself, I am probably going to have him take a second eye and look at it again, just to make sure there is nothing else that I can save on. Because sometimes I do think it's really good to have a second set of eyes. I will link his information in the show notes, but you can find him on LinkedIn the fastest. All right, so that's what I'm doing in the storm. I am also trying to just really have joy and peace in the storm. I have a tattoo of a wave on my wrist, and it is truly to remind me that Jesus is walking with me on the water and through storms. That is what I want to be reminded about anytime I'm going through a storm that Jesus is here for me. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my tithing habits, and this is embarrassing to say because I do feel like it's Christianity 101. Being a Christian 101, you tithe. You tithe your 10% of what what you have, and anything that you tithe above that is like a gift or being generous, and I think you should do that as well um, to also tithe more than the 10% and i've known this because i grew up in church and i truly truly believe it if your church is not asking for tithe they're not doing their due diligence either as a church and it is christian christian 101 i will say that again like the basics of being a good christian and serving the lord is to tithe at your church and for a long time i was not tithing at a specific church because i was visiting churches i was watching sermons online, I wasn't sure if I wanted to become a member of this church I was visiting. And so I just was tithing, but very inconsistently tithing more like when I felt like it or when I felt guilty, honestly, that I hadn't tithed in a while. And I used to be pretty consistent with tithing. Well, when my business was doing well, and it was six figures and doing all of the things, I was tithing a little bit more freely. Like, thank you, God, for blessing my business. Thank you for doing this for me. I am definitely giving back to you. Well, these past few weeks have not felt great to tithe. And I haven't wanted to, honestly, I have wanted to because I still want to serve the Lord. So I can't say I haven't wanted to, but I have felt more of a struggle of letting go of some of the money that I don't even feel like I have to tithe. And it is been eye opening to me on where my heart truly lies as a christian and with my finances and my money and maybe that's what god was having me realize and i hope that if you're going through the same thing as christians we can come together and be like no we serve the lord in good times and bad times and all the times and that also means with our finances Past Dutton would have made excuses like, I just don't have the money right now, or I've got to pay this other person back first or this employee first. And honestly, I just feel like that is not the case. I need to serve the Lord with my money and my finances first. Um, I have a future podcast coming up with um, my friend called Kristen Finning of The Broken Masterpiece, and she is my money guru. And in that episode coming up, so stay tuned for that. She talks about being a really good steward of our money and what it means to be a steward. And basically like God gives us a gift of money. It is not ours to keep. He's gifting it to us like the talents in the Bible. But it's so funny. I'm going to save that for her episode because I look at that story completely differently now. I never, I feel like I never even understood it until that conversation with Kristen. So I feel like that's really good. I just wanted to be open and honest where I was with tithing. That is something that I am still doing in this storm. And I feel like because I'm doing that, I have a piece about my business. I have a piece that God will open the door for new client opportunities that are even more exciting than the ones that I currently have. So a couple of potential clients I have that are super fun are a holistic health store, an Airbnb, a country music singer, a children's book author, the list goes on. So I have sent out proposals to see if they want to work with me, and I'm excited for those opportunities because those all sound like fun businesses to work with um, for me. And I hope that this conversation was open and honest with you. I'm sure there's a lot of likes and ums said, and I'm not great at editing those out yet. I hope that as I grow as a podcaster, I will get better at doing that and not doing that. But yes, so I hope this real honest, honest, honest conversation about tithing, threads, and the economy was helpful to you. If it was, again, I would love to know. Instagram, leave this podcast a review. I know they say that's super helpful. I haven't seen the benefits of it yet, but we will see. And yeah, connect with me over on threads. And I wanted to leave you with this today. If you're feeling overwhelmed by social media and the economy and all of the changes going on in the world, I just want you to remember that Jesus Christ never changes. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. Hebrews 13, eight. I'll see you next week, friends. Well, that was fun. And I hope it filled your cup as much as it filled mine. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Stetson K. Patton to learn more about what topics you would like for me to cover on this podcast, whether it's about business, Jesus, tequila, or Enneagrams, I'm going to cover it all. So let's meet back here at the same spot, same time next week.